I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. Lebanon has a new prime minister, but it's not exactly who the impoverished nation had in mind. And digital technology has supercharged church growth in the Middle East. We'll explain more on what that looks like coming up. But first, protesters in Lebanon have been demanding new leadership removed from the political elite. Instead, Lebanon's parliament has chosen a billionaire to be its next prime minister. Najib Makati has led Lebanon before, though not without accusations of corruption. And the situation only further illustrates the growing gap between Lebanon's wealthy ruling class and the impoverished population. Pierre Hoste of Horizons International tells us. The church in Lebanon right now is in an existential crisis. There's collapse happening all around them. And there's so much temptation for especially the younger generation of believers to just leave Lebanon and to just believe that narrative that they have no future in Lebanon. But God's new creation breaks through in unexpected ways. To combat food shortages, Horizons International recently purchased a parcel of farmland. On that first parcel, we're going to be building a greenhouse so that we can actually start doing doing uh, like vertical farming. We'll be able to kind of increase the production you know, of fruits and vegetables uh, through that vertical farming. And then it's also going to be able to give us year-round yields of fresh vegetables and, uh, and some fruit so that we can be feeding people throughout the community. That Lebanon is now just going to the wolves and it's, uh, th- there's nothing for them here anymore. Pray that many will see Jesus' love through this ministry. Next, pressure builds in Iran as the regime implements severe new restrictions and looks to add more. Reza of Global Catalytic Ministries says, Pray for us. It's going to be another season of persecution, and I have a feeling it's actually going to be the worst, you know, that we've seen inside of Iran. Last month, a judge gave three Christians from a Muslim background the maximum prison sentence allowed under the newly amended law. Anything that's against Sharia law, you can be arrested for now. That's a very broad net. Eight believers were summoned to court last week under similar charges. The new law went in effect with the last president, but it was never enforced. But I guess this new president wants to enforce it. And the problem with this law is now they are arresting Christians when they just have Christian resources in their house, which usually before the Iranian government would never arrest you for having Christian items because you can always say the Old Testament and the New Testament are holy books and I'm just reading them because the Quran says to read them, but now they're not even letting you read them even for understanding more of the Quran or uh, researching. Pray for us because we want to be used by God. We don't want to be intimidated by the enemy. Another new bill threatens to make the death penalty an option for Christian activity. Ask God to give Iranian believers his supernatural strength and courage. And when COVID-19 locked down the Middle East, the Arab world began engaging in social media technology like never before. Samuel from Redemptive Stories says, Maybe sometimes we are afraid of it. Sometimes we look at it as a negative thing um, and how it can negatively affect our lives. But then there are, on the flip side, there's so many positive outcomes of it. Um, And it's just a neutral tool that can be used for God's glory. And we're seeing that happen uh, in our part of the world in particular as If you look at certain stats, it would say that thousands have come to faith over the period of the pandemic in in each one of these given countries through social media, through Internet. It's a new frontier for Christian life and practice. Redemptive Stories has created a series of online training courses to help Christians navigate these new challenges and opportunities. Samuel says the courses explore what can be done virtually in the life of the church and what must be done in person. Some communities have very limited access to other Christians in person. So that's one aspect. And then you also have the secret believer issue that happens so often in Muslim cultures, um, where people have to 
they can't openly go to church and particularly in an initial stage of their faith journey. Um, and so they choosing to follow church through an online medium. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. MNN depends on you, our listener, for support to keep bringing you the news and helping you find your place in the story of the Great Commission. And when you give, you enable all of us to come together, appreciate great stories, experience breakthroughs, and build relationships. So would you consider joining us today? Look for links at missionnews.org. That's missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.